Jesus. Mmm, Jesus, what a wonderful day. Full of the anointing of the seven spirits of God, our bodies are like menorahs. Isn't that wild? I cannot get over the fact that He has shared with us His Holy Spirit. You know, I may look rebellious, but I'm not. And I'm certainly not religious. I've never been accused of that. <laughs> but I'm not rebellious, and I'm not religious. I'm just co-crucified with Jesus. Here's the message of the Gospel. In His body we have all died. And in His body we all live in newness of life. Do you believe it? It's true. It's the Gospel. And guess what was left in the tomb? The grave clothes. Right? They rushed into the tomb. Peter and John and Mary Magdalene. They all had different stories from their different soul perspectives, but the testimony of Peter and John is all that's in the tomb is his burial clothes. And those were left behind. Of course they were, because they were still in the tomb, like I just said. Yeah. And guess what they represent, Penny? Religion. Religion, the crown of thorns. The religious garment that he wore that was forced upon him, called the sins of the world. He wore the crown of thorns. He wore that nasty purple cape that Herod put on him as they mocked him and beat him and whipped him and filleted him. They made him a religious king, just like themselves, and then they murdered him. That's how he bore all the sins of the world. That's how he bore all the sins of the fall, all the sins of Herod, all the sins of the Pharisees, all the seed of Herod, all the seed of the Pharisees was put on him by the Pharisees and Herod themselves, face to face in the flesh. That was all the sin of the entire world. And he died on the cross. Mm -hmm. He died and he went to hell as a sinner. And he took all the sins of the seed of Herod and the seed of the Pharisees and he buried them in hell. And the Holy Spirit said, Hey, he did no wrong. He did not deserve this. We did, but he took our punishment. He took all the beatings and all the abuse of religion and rebellion. He took it and he buried it in hell. So the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead because he was a spotless and perfect sacrifice that didn't deserve to die. That's why he was the lamb that was slain for the forgiveness of all the sins in the entire world. And guess what? He left the shame of those burial clothes in the grave, in the tomb so that all that we would have to walk in as His people is His resurrection life. Literally, we can't even say, ouch. He took our pain. He took our sins. He took our transgressions. He took and paid our penance so we no longer have to beat ourselves up trying to clean our own consciences from dead works. 
trying to clean our consciences from our sinful past and the memories of abortion and the memories of rape and murder and even the simple stuff like teenagers jerking off to pornography and the simple stuff like just being envious of one another and just small white lies and sins that we speak to look good in other people's eyes so that we can be somebody so we could be important and special in our flesh. He took all those sins upon himself and he buried them in hell. And he left the garments of those sins in the tomb. He did. He left them there so that we no longer have to wear the shame of our past. All that takes, all that is necessary for every one of us to experience this and the full forgiveness of all of our sins is believing in His sacrifice. Simply believing it and receiving it as our own. Because we have been crucified with Christ and we no longer live. The life we now live now, we live by faith in our Father in His resurrection life. That's why it's a happy adventure for me, a real Christian, every single day for 18 years going from glory to glory, incurring all abuse from religious men and women every single day. Never taking it personally, knowing what's inside them, that they themselves have trampled his sacrifice underfoot and are in fact his murderers. I understand that. And I can easily say like Jesus on the cross because I've been crucified with him. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They murder Jesus over and over again with their own self-righteousness, with their own self-efforts. It's true. But the Feast of the Ages is celebrating His sacrifice. He is the fattened calf prepared for us by our Father in Heaven, written in Luke 15. That older prodigal religious ones and younger prodigal rebellious ones both begin to feast on now in this resurrection generation. We are the generation that has been raised from the dead. We are the generation predestined and foreordained to be His righteousness, certainly not our own. That's why we're so happy, because we're so undeserving. (laughs) The rebellious have an easier time with this because I can receive it as a grace gift so easily because I know from my background I don't deserve any of this more than anyone I've met. I mean, I know what I've done deserves hell. I should be burning in hell right now for the sins of my past. I fully understand that. But he didn't give me hell. He buried my sins in hell with his sacrifice, and he just gave me a celebration. He gave me a cup of his blood. He gave me the flesh of his bread, and he just said, feast on me every day. Wine and bread, wine and bread. And I've been healed from feasting on the slain lamb, on the fattened calf of the Father's pleasing sacrifice for all our sins, religious sins and rebellious sins alike. No one is better or worse than anyone else. We are all equal in the eyes of the Father. That's why it's written, God is no respecter of persons or personalities or statuses or anything else. He could care less about what your physical stature is 
How much money is in your bank account is meaningless to the Father of Angels. What He cares about is your souls and the sacrifice of His Son through them so you can be made full of the Holy Spirit, which is the anointing that He shared with us, which is the resurrection life of Jesus, also called the drunken glory. (laughs) You know, there are many prophecies in the Old Testament about being raised from the dead and being like a drunken man. (laughs) Like one who's had too much to drink. Like I've had too much to drink, like Jesus drank the fullness of the Father's cup. And when He rose from the dead in the power of the Spirit of Holiness, He was so drunk (laughs) on the life-giving Spirit. That's the Lord. That's the Holy Spirit. That's our Pentecostal inheritance. That's our Pentecostal drunkenness. That's the wine of the cup that inebriates us. That's the wine that we can drink as much of as we want every single day and be drunk brothers and sisters without cost, without control, (laughs) with no do's and don'ts added to this cup. It's a pure, spotless, sacrificial cup of the slain Lamb of Jesus Christ. You're actually drinking His blood. You're actually participating in His death and resurrection and you're remembering Him and forgetting yourself every time you drink it so that the reality of all of you, Holy Spirit, and none of me becomes your visual reality and you are purified and sanctified by the wine of that cup of His blood so that you have no recollection whatsoever of your past, so that you can't even remember your own sins because they've been so forgiven you and cast into the sea of forgetfulness. And no angel can ever come back and hold them against you because the blood of Jesus is supreme. They can't even go and pull back your old past life because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. (laughs) Amen? You have no accusers, Bride of Christ. They are all buried in the sea of forgetfulness. Receive the full sacrifice of Jesus Christ, for you have been crucified with Him, and you have been raised to newness of life with Him also. And the shame of all religious self-efforts have been left in the tomb. Those garments are there, and no one can put them back on you. The crown of thorns is removed from your heads, and upon them, in its place, is the crown of His resurrection life. In Jesus' name. Check out more of our teachings, and everything is free for your blessing and benefit, and your total jubilee of the nations and the whole world. Just be drunk with the goodness of Jesus Christ and the power of the anointing. Just flood your souls everywhere. Redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.